0: got to accentuate the positive, eat limb. mind the negative and latch on to the affirmative. Don't mess with Mr. In-Between. You got to spread joy up to the maximum. Bring gloom down to the minimum. Have faith or pandemonium libel. Welcome everyone. I am Joe Dachi, and this is the first episode of my podcast series called How to Fake It When. Each episode focuses on important moments of our lives that we suck at and explores how you can better fake it until you make it. So join us for a thought-provoking session of some facts, some fiction, and a little fun that looks to explore the reality and wretchedness of human interaction. This podcast episode is sponsored by the fine people at Nature's Day and their new protein bar, Vanilla Thunder. In my opinion, if you've accidentally ever tasted Walspackle and liked it, this is the bar for you. So, when I was laying out this series, I listed a dozen or so topics that I planned on using this season. They included current events, movies, music, college football, marriage, caring, the stock market sounding smart on a work call, cooking, and yes, the term that shall not be named, politics. That one's going to be a joy. But today we're going to start with how to fake it when discussing current events. From a topic standpoint, this was my first question. What do I start with? Your first question should be, is who the hell are you? Followed by, what the hell do you know about this subject? Good questions. And the answer is pretty simple. I'm everybody. And I'm nobody as well. Let's start with the nobody. It's probably a little harsh, right? I mean, we're all somebody, but the world tells us we're really broken down into categories and percentages. We have these somebodies, which are the one percenters of the world. The best of the best, top of the top, and all that other self-righteous, self-inflated blather used to describe them, and it's usually based on the number of zeros at the end of their net worth. Speaking of zeros, that leaves the other 99% of us who are, you guessed it, the nobodies. And at 99%, that really makes us everybody. We actually have the power, should we choose to use it. But let's save that for another podcast. So, back to how to fake it when discussing current events. First and foremost, finding conversation data has gotten a bit easier in the age of excess access. Instant news is everywhere. From your supercomputer phone to your tablets, laptops, desktops, smart TVs, stupid TVs, satellite radio, regular radio, and on and on and on. From a generational standpoint, I'm a Gen Xer. I'm not giving you my age. Just put me in that range. My parents were the baby boomers and my kids are the Gen Zers, also known as Zoomers. So my depth of knowledge goes from personally dealing with the boomers to the Zoomers. God help me. But that's a true statement. They call themselves Zoomers or somebody calls them that. So, going back to accessing information, it's definitely got a lot easier than, say, when my mother had to, you know, try to figure out what to do in the 50s and 60s. She woke up, she grabbed a glass bottle of milk that the milkman left at the door, she read the morning paper, and maybe caught the evening news on TV with Walter Cronkite. And that was basically it. Ignorance was bliss. Still is. I mean, I'm simplifying it, but not by much. My mother wouldn't have found Korea on a map if you glued her nose to the K on the joint. But unless she knew someone in the Korean War in those early 50s, there wouldn't have been much deeper conversation about it in her social circles. And this is key, social circles. So what about from an entertainment standpoint? Back then, if Ronald Reagan, the actor, not the president, was mean to a fan or flirted with his co-star, it wasn't breaking news globally within five minutes. Who cared? Well, obviously, everyone cares nowadays. If Taylor Swift is having a sad day, candlelight vigils are held by thousands within hours. Our fans are a little cray right. And let me uh, deeper clarify what I mean by everyone picture the air quotes right now when I say everyone. I really mean a collection of cable news networks, a slew of social media websites, YouTubers, bloggers, TMZ, and a partridge in a pear tree with a freaking camera strapped to its head. Loser. Oh, okay. Folks, that's my soapbox rant alert. Let me explain. We're going to keep this podcast hip and modern. Loser. All right, all right. I I got it. Using the word hip isn't exactly, well, modern. But I am going to infuse these podcasts with AI. That's pretty cool, right? But by AI, I mean the asshole inside of me. That's the AI. You know that inner child in all of us that's always talked about? Well, mine grew up and is now an old cranky curmudgeon. So, when he hears crap he doesn't like, well, we all get to know about it. Say hello, AI. Loser. Back to all these information outlets. If you're wondering why all these companies I'm mentioning are putting all this information out 24-7, it's pretty simple. It's because they care about you. Stop lying. All right. Just making sure he's listening. I didn't expect anyone to believe that, but I said there would be fiction in here. So, again, why are they doing it? You got it for their bottom line ratings advertising revenue and clicks on their social media so clicks for pricks there's truth in advertising right there let me get back on track with fact so each podcast i'm going to give you three tips on faking it we've arrived at tip number one know your audience This is really the most crucial tip that you need to be aware of, and we'll bring this up a lot in each podcast. And you say to yourself, what the hell does that really mean? Good question, but it's pretty simple. Who are you up against in these conversational battles? Is it family or friend? Is it friend or foe? Is it colleague or someone out of your league? See, all these are relevant because unless you totally don't have a second to see the conversation coming, you should always be armed with the top three stories of the day across world news, entertainment, and sports. And if possible, it's best to know which of the three is most important to your converser. You also want to be careful where you're getting your daily info from because you want to stay away from the big three cable networks as your sole source of data. They all have an agenda. You know who they are. That obviously goes for their websites and apps too. All right, look, I'll be fair. If you really can't go cold turkey, then go ahead and watch or read them. But for only about 10 minutes each, back to back to back, watch them all in a row. This way, you're going to get, you're going to see which way the agenda's swinging. That's it though. Get in, get out, Before the brainwashing begins. That was close. I expected a response. Loser. Well, there we go. Get on with it. All right. So back to knowing your audience. This is important. I'll use myself as the example. If I'm going to have lunch with a fanatical sports buddy, like the one who told me he skipped his kid's high school graduation to watch his team's playoff game, since he was at their middle school and elementary graduations and that two out of three wasn't bad, if it's something like that, then I'm starting with checking the sports news before I meet up with him. Plus, a lot of my friends can give a crap less about things their wives would ask their girlfriends. How's your kids? Your wife? Your dog? Did you watch the latest episode of Grey's Anatomy? Now in its 99th year? Yeah, not a topic men will be broaching anytime soon. So, I'll prepare by seeing how his favorite teams did. I'll browse if there are any fantastic game endings or upsets. I'll see who got hired or fired or traded or arrested. Arrested is always a good bet after the weekend games. And if we run out of sports to discuss, I can move on to entertainment with my buddies. So take a look at what the top three movies that came out over the weekend were. This way, if one of them had a sexy actress in it, there's a high percentage conversation starter right there. Uh, if it's a woman a woman conversation, it's even easier. Lead it with a story that actor, rapper, Nick Cannon is having another kid. Doesn't matter if it's true or not. He's got like 12 already, so I'm sure he's going for the baker's dozen at some point. Alright. So, next situation would be a co-worker. This could be a friend or foe. Some neighboring cubicle dweller that you can only avoid so long, even to the point of peeing in your red solo cup so you don't have to run into them in the hallway. But this conversa could be familiar or strange in danger. Either way, return back to the golden rule, which has been locked in the bathroom for the last 10 years or so, and never, 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 never bring up religion or politics. Never proactively engage on these subjects. If they say to you something like, So Joe, it looks like the FBI just caught Politician X wearing an adult diaper and he had a chicken and two cans of whipped cream. And Joe, I just love fluffy omelets and casual wear, so I don't see what the problem is. What do you think? Danger. Danger. What do I think? Run screaming in your head like when your wife forces you to watch eight movies in a row on the Hallmark Channel. Nothing good will come from this. So, when the judging eyes wait for your response, call an audible. Just like in football, if the quarterback's about to start a play in football and he doesn't like the look of the defense, he calls it audible, which is him changing the direction of the play. So, tip two... Call Audible's. As soon as someone brings up a subject you aren't ready for, mentally reach into your bag of tricks and always have a diversion line ready. So you're going to stare confidently back at them and say, I started reading about that but was interrupted when my Porsche dealer called me back. As soon as they're surprised the nest if you're buying a Porsche... Then mission accomplished, baby. You changed the subject. Now, keep the pedal on the metal and go on offense. Bring up uh, another one of the top three world events you came armed with. And always make sure two are relevant to everyone. And then make sure the third one is something totally bizarre. Something with a far-off country and a crazy situation that sounds like Samuel L. Jackson and snakes on a plane. Something like, did you hear a bear escape the cargo bin on an Iraqi plane in Dubai? The Prime Minister's denying it. By the way, this is true. You know, the answer from your crowd will most likely be, uh, no. Then you can politely roll your eyes in response to their ill-informed moment and move on to the next story. Stay on offense. All right, get a little wound up here all right so we've covered friends and co-workers now let's tackle family we will leave the spouse confrontation to a different podcast so let's focus on our kids teenagers preferably hang on god i need a drink for this one all right so let's set the scenario it's the end of a long day and you trudge home from work Traffic sucks, and your car's air condition is totally screwing with you. It's only working when the engine is engaged, so each time you stop on the highway, you have to throw it in neutral and rev it so you don't sweat your ass off before you can get home and peel the clothes from your gross skin. And every rev gets you rewarded with the goddamn glare of every goddamn driver who thinks you're reliving your youth and make him believe you're 17 in a Camaro that you couldn't have bought back then, and you're in a midlife crisis now, and that's why you're in a goddamn 14 year old minivan that stinks of teenage jock straps left in a friggin' bag in the back seat. Loser. <sighs> right. But that's never happened to me. Just say it. Right. As you pull into the driveway. Your wife's already started her pre-yelling that you're late, so by the time you come in, she's all warmed up and is already vocally shattering glass. You forego any showers and just slump in your chair as your teenager stares at his phone. You stare at him, still wondering why the army doesn't recruit at 14, and go into battle without any air cover since your wife is too preoccupied with finishing her mutilation what was once a piece of majestic sirloin steak. But, I digress. Now, there's a right way and a wrong way to fake it until you make it with a teenage conversation on current events. This is the wrong way. You got your teenage son sitting next to your teenage daughter. You look at both of them and you really wonder which one is going to be the lesser of two evils to discuss this with. But, you take a deep sigh. You poke and stare at your already cold mashed potatoes while mumbling out, Hey kid, how was your day? Danger. Danger. No, this is the equivalent to you walking a tightrope over the Grand Canyon with a blindfold on and the rope on fire. Know this, your conversations with teenagers be like watching a news reporter talk to a guest who's on the other side of the world. There's going to be an initial time delay. This is the time it takes for their ears to tell their phones, to tell their brains that someone is interrupting their TikTok video. But eventually, they'll look up at you or past you or around you to tell mom that dad's being mean to them again. And then, unlike the first two or three years when you couldn't wait for her to speak as a baby, well, she speaks. How was my day? Is that what you asked me? Well, let's see. I had to take my stupid bus to the stupid school because you already left to your stupid job and mom was way too busy sleeping off her stupid drunken karaoke rendition of Beyonce's Cuff It from last night. And then I got my period during first period and and we'll stop right there. Hang on. There we go. So we come to our final tip of this podcast, which is tip three. Never ask a teenager an open-ended question. Never, 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 never. Open-ended questions are when you ask in a way where you'll get everything else as a response other than what you want to hear. They're good in a sales meeting with your client, but not with teenagers. On the other hand, close-ended questions are narrow and focus in on forcing the answer you expect to hear. And it leaves you in control of the conversation. So let's try that again. You forcefully shove your fork into the potatoes as you shake your head in disappointment towards your wife. Now, sit up, stare strong at your offspring and say this, I hear the new Drake song is bussin' and Zendaya's drip is amazing. Bet? Go back to eating as if disinterested in what her response will even be. As you internally hope you memorize this new language correctly, you catch a glimpse of her amazed face and your current tax deduction she hints a smile and nods in contentment and that's really it that's the end of our first session so in summary we covered how to fake discussing current events with friends co-workers and family tip one was know your audience tip two was call audibles and tip three Never ask a teenager an open-ended question. So, by applying these useful tips with a little time, effort, and practice, you'll never feel cornered or not in control of any conversation. I want to thank my guest host, my AI, Boozer. And thank you, my listeners, for sharing your time with us on our first podcast. Please follow us and spread the word that no matter how crappy your day is going, no matter how much you'd like to run screaming while stuck in traffic in a blistering hot minivan, a leaf in the form of a little bit of fact, fiction, and fun is only a click away. Later, Will. might the negative and latch on to the affirmative. No mess with Mr. in In-Between. No.